This week on TNT Talk, we're going to be talking about national park disappearances. That's what you hear when you're walking on a trail. (laughs) You're walking on a walking trail. Are we going to narrate this one? Yeah. You're on a hiking trail and you suddenly open up your water bottle to catch a sip of water. Gulp, gulp, gulp. And suddenly you hear... (laughs) What? Are you a bear? I was like a Sasquatch. Suddenly you hear... Someone screaming bloody murder. What could it be? A missing person in the national parks. Today's theories are brought to you by TNT Talk. <laughs> that was the best intro we've ever filmed. Um, yeah, okay. So we're going to talk about national park disappearances today. Now, this is definitely not something that we would normally cover. Whenever we talk about missing people, just know... That there is a conspiracy tied into it, okay? Hold on. First off, trying to turn... All right. There we go. It's a lot to put my phone on airplane mode when we're trying to film. Okay. So, anytime we talk about missing people, there is a conspiracy that goes with it. We promise. It's not like we're just talking about, like, something that a criminal podcast would talk about. Well, some people enjoy the missing thing. Some people enjoy us. (laughs) Some people, <laughs> no, but no, like, listen. Some people enjoy us. No, I've had some people tell me that they like enjoy listening to our podcast, but they just like don't really enjoy conspiracies. But some people enjoy true crime. I love true crime. There is conspiracies on this, but it's also true crime. It, yeah, it gets the best of both worlds for everyone. It's both. So this is for our people out there who is like, I love to listen, but I hate conspiracies because I'm scared. Right, whoever that is, isn't it Kerrigan? <laughs> Kerrigan, <laughs> Kerrigan, no. listen to me. You are fine. There's been a couple of people, been a couple of people that have told me that they don't like conspiracies because it just makes them like, Mwah. like they just don't like it. Mm. Which is fine. So here we are presenting a little bit of creepy crime. Sorry, we'll change your minds. So, <laughs> so, okay. So National Park Disappearances, people talk about it all the time. People talk about it on TikTok. We'll talk about the social media aspect of it in a minute. But... They've been happening for forever, and there are tons of disappearances from National Park Forests. Yeah. Which is super crazy. I mean, it's not like it's not unexplainable. If it's a big park, people are going to go missing. However, when they're not found and no remains are found, that's when it gets a little weird. I mean, there's wild animals. But, no, like, no bones, yeah. no shirt, no you know, evidence. I mean, I know pigs aren't really in national parks, but you know a pig will eat human remains, including bones? A pig? A pig will eat every single part of a human body. And so it can completely disappear. I'm never Anyways. eating pork again. I, Anyways. That's why I told you I think I'm quitting pork, because they eat freaking anything. 
Anyways, back to what we're talking about. So does Bowser. <laughs> so <laughs> he would remain. <laughs> he probably would. So there is a spreading theory, belief, if you will, of feral and cannibalistic people living in the woods of national parks who might be stealing hikers or campers, children, <laughs> and eating sac eating, sacrificing, and recruiting them to their squad. You know what I just <laughs> thought about on the way home when we were leaving. Libby's bachelor. <laughs> I know what you're about to say. From the um, I so we drove home through the Smoky Mountains, and you know if y'all have ever driven through there, you know it's like huge, it's huge, and you're driving through there for miles and miles and miles, and you have no service. And me and Taylor had been stuck on the topic of feral people for like the past week before that, or no, we've been stuck on that topic since like. A but year we had ago. been heavily talking about it yeah. the week before we left. We had been left. talking about it a ton before we went up to, like, the Smoky Mountains. And we're driving. And me and Taylor are like, oh, my God. I see a cave in the mountains. There's people in there. <laughs> we, guys, all right. We know we're a little outlandish. But, hey, that's okay. We're just keeping life spicy. So, so basically, like I, like I said a second ago, there's a belief of feral and cannibalistic people, meaning, like, people who sacrifice and eat other people um delicious and feral meaning people who live literally in the woods in they the wild just run around and they act like like wild animals yeah um there's terrified. also theories regarding certain entities like spiritual entities having homes in national parks and causing children to go missing too which wouldn't surprise me like as in like native american entity type things uh like, it could be yeah that like maybe skin demonic walkers? skin walkers yeah yeah for sure um, and another theory states that there are even ways to get into different dimensions when in the middle of nowhere, such as a middle of national forest. So, without further ado, <laughs> your classic saying, we're gonna <laughs> we're presenting them this our, week on TNT Talk. We're gonna we're, be talking about we're presenting them our class project. Without further ado, here's what we have. Here's our PowerPoint. Yes. Um. Okay. So, we're going to talk about the trends on social media first. Uh, it's not like this wasn't talked about before social media, but it definitely was brought back. Blown up by social media. Mainly so, TikTok. Yeah. So, there was a TikTok uploaded in early 2021 of a girl sharing her experience of what she thought were feral people killing a family in a national park. Uh, remember? You, I remember this. You and I talked about this video literally the week before we left to yeah. go to Pigeon Forge, which is home of the Dang. Great Smoky Mountains. I wish that I would have... I don't think I have it saved anywhere, but I remember I I pretty sure, pretty sure I sent it to you and Libby, and I was like, "Hold it!" <laughs> I yeah. was like, "Oh my!" Yeah, we God. thought we were gonna die. It's terrifying. Cause it was in it was in the exact city that we were going to, Sevierville. Yes, it was in. We were Sevierville, going for my birthday, and originally. it was like, wasn't it? Okay, wasn't the video? I have it, what it happened in the video. But okay. Did she video the screens or no, did no, she no, talk no. about them? No, this is what she said. She said when she stated on the TikTok, like in type, she said, when you remember the night you heard a family screaming for their lives from the mountaintops of an 800,000 acre national park. And two days later, when you ask if everybody was okay, none of the park rangers know what you're talking about, even though you called the police and you were told that they would handle it. That's so scary. Imagine hearing that. Like, because um, like we've driven through there. It's. It's gorgeous. Eight hundred thousand acres. Eight hundred thousand acres. That's in. Let's talk about one acre. You remember, like where I used to live. Yeah. That was one acre, and that was 
big. My parents, like, that's like two or three, I think. That's insane. I, I know, and I live on five right now. And that's like still, that's like decently sized area. 800,000. And you just hear brutal screams. Yeah. Deep, Ugh. deep, deep in the woods. Ah, okay. I literally have the chills from that. So another girl replied to that TikTok and she said, I'm very certain that you heard what you heard. There are feral people, wild people in the parks. And then she stated, usually they will take children or easy targets, but they have been known to take families as well. Federal and local governments are very aware of it and do everything they can to hide it. Look into Dennis Martin. Shortly after this video was uploaded, TikTok took it down and people began making new videos talking about this. You can probably still find some videos on TikTok about it. I no, I'm sure looked, you can. I haven't looked it up in almost a year because that's been almost a year since we went on her trip. Mm-hmm. So I haven't really looked at the video since then. But it's definitely something I do believe in feral people. Yeah. And like cannibalistic mountain people. Yeah, I mean, if we're going to believe in everything else that we believe in, why wouldn't we believe in cannibals? Well, also, like, because, like, you know, when I was a kid, my dad was, like, a huge outdoorsman. Mm-hmm. Like, he full on, he's like, yeah. Like, because he used to hear, like, ter- like terrifying stuff like that. Like, he'd go, where did he go? That it was so, he went to somewhere that's, like, huge Oh, he probably went to a national it was park. The, it was the Oconee National Forest. He used to go oh, camp okay. out there all the time. And he would always, like, him and my brother heard, like, screams, like, all kinds of crazy stuff like this. So he totally believes in it, too. It's, I mean, it's not as far-fetched as everybody thinks it is, you know? Um, it's just like having a wild tribe. Yeah, except yeah. these people eat other people. <laughs> Delicious. Can't wait. <laughs> so, like the girl commented, she said, look into Dennis Martin. So, obviously, we took it upon ourselves to look into Dennis Martin. So, Dennis Martin, this case is really weird. It's not as weird as the second case that we bring up, but it's pretty weird. The second one is very weird. So, yeah, I know. So, on June 14th of 1969, so this is roughly a little over 50 years ago. Go math. Um... <laughs> Dennis Lloyd Martin, he was a six-year-old boy from Knoxville, Tennessee, who was camping with his family in the Great Smoky Mountains, which is the exact national park that me and Tori were talking about earlier, Mm -hmm. which is the exact national park that the girl from TikTok was talking about. She was Mm -hmm. talking about the Great Smoky Mountains. Mm -hmm. So. I can't wait to go back, though, you know? (laughs) Me too, so we can die. What do we have, five months? (laughs) Yeah, two, it's like 198 days. (laughs) Um, No, I'm not counting or anything. Yeah, I'm not counting. Um, So. As Father's Day weekend 2021 arrived, it marked, yeah, the 52nd anniversary of this child's disappearance. And after the passing of so many years, there are still really few leads that help to indicate what the fate of the child might have been. So the hiking and the camping trip that year was part of an annual Father's Day tradition that went back many decades for this family. That's cute, though. Well, sad now. It's not cute anymore. (laughs) It was cute at one point. So, Clyde Martin, which is um, the, father. the grandfather, actually. Grandfather. Brought, so, Clyde yeah. Martin, he brought his 33-year-old son, Bill Martin, which was the little boy's dad, Bill Martin. Um, so, it was the, the sons and the dad and the granddad. Yeah. They all went on a trip. So, Dennis and his brother yeah. and his father and his granddad. Um, so, and they were all joined by another family. So this was a big tradition trip, like between two families, which they went frequently and nothing ever happened up until this year when this little boy went missing without a trace. So that father that they met up with, the family that they met up with had also brought their two sons and they traveled up to this thing called the Anthony Creek Trail. 
and there's this part of the trail that splits. They went to the right, and they continued up the long trail, eventually leading to Russell Field Shelter, where they stayed for their first night. Listen, so you know how earlier today when we were at the gym, I said, (coughs) hey, this summer when we go to, like, up there, I was like, do you want to go hiking one of the days? You want to take that trail? It's kind of historic. You know, it'll be the 53rd anniversary. He's going to come and kill us. His or the feral people. I mean, I'm down to go hiking, but I'm also going to be terrified of feral people. Um, because we Especially are, if we're in the middle of nowhere and we're three, three young adults. adults. Yeah. yeah. Let's do it. I mean, we got missing at Fort Yargo. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um, anyways, so these two families, they met up together. They were hiking. They went up to this thing called the Russell Field Shelter. Um, the following day, which is the second day of their trip, they packed up all their gear and went almost three miles of their hike, which carried them to along the Appalachian Trail to the Spence Field Shelter. There, Mar- Martin's siblings and other family members were waiting. So there was three families That's together. Crazy. And they all were hiking, and they all were taking a basic... It was basically a camping Father's Day trip. Yeah. And it was granddads, dads, and their sons. Mm-hmm. So it was just this guy's trip. It was very... Cute. It, yeah, I mean, it's, it's just a sweet little hiking trip that they would take every year. So later that afternoon, the sons from the two Martin families were playing in the meadow between the Appalachian Trail and the Spence Field Shelter. So there was this meadow area in between the two. Um, William Martin, which is the father of the kid who disappeared, recalled that the boys appeared to be planning a, quote, surprise attack and had split off into two groups where the oldest son was joined by Carter Martin's two sons headed south toward the shelter, while Dennis, who was less conspicuous with the red shirt that he had wore, headed up the hill in the opposite direction. Now, the red shirt is prominent because he was wearing a red shirt in the in the national forest Mm -hmm. so you would be able to see him yeah because he's wearing red it's not like he was wearing black or green not camo yeah he was wearing red so dennis with his red shirt on went and hid in a different bush and the other three boys went and hid somewhere else to come and do a surprise attack on the grandfather and the dad i mean they were young boys of course they're just gonna have fun and it's yeah literally 1969 like the, it's obvious, the, no cell phones. Like there's nothing like there's that. It's a just, grand old time. Yeah, they're just having fun. Fun summer, you know. Well, so within, not so much. Within yeah, within minutes, the boys came running out of the nearby bush toward the adults. Although Dennis failed to make an appearance, so William Martin later said that within three to five minutes of his son's disappearance, he became worried and began calling for the child. As others called to Dennis, Mister Martin, which is the father, jogged approximately one mile back up the Appalachian Trail in the direction of Russell Field, while Clyde Martin, the grandfather, went the opposite way toward Thunderhead Mountain. So the the reason why we talked about the fork in the trail earlier is because the fork in the trail shows the opposite direction. So every like trail within the past mile or so had been covered by the granddad and the father looking for the kid. And they did not find That's him. Cr- think about like- within five minutes of him disappearing. And he's six years old. And they did not find him. Oh, my God, that makes me want to freak out because, like, either, you know, he was, like, either, like, he could see them mm-hmm. and they couldn't see him or, like, he was already, like, gone that fast. Or, yeah, if he got, like, abducted or something, too. Like, that quick. Which is crazy because he literally said that his kid was behind the bush and didn't come out from behind the bush. I'm, I'm terrified. So... 
After a fruitless search, meaning they didn't find him, of course, park officials were notified that evening, and a complete search effort coordinated by Chief Ranger Lee Sneddon was initiated that following morning at 5 a.m. So, everybody is searching for this child. It became one of the largest search efforts in National Park Service history, lasting from June until the first weeks of September that year. <sighs> Crazy. The thing is, to, well, I mean, obviously you want, regardless, if you have a missing child and it's been that long, you probably, you, you, you know, know. assume yeah, you know. that they're not here anymore. And I guess that you just want to find their remains to put yeah. them at rest. But or still, to at least find out what happened. Like, how exhausting. But, I like, know. the thing is, like, you still can't even find out what happened because it's the summer. Like, it would have de- decomposed. Well, I feel like, yeah, and, I mean, and even it, that was, what, 69? So, still, I mean, God only Forensics knows. Forensics weren't the best. Um, but despite all of the dedicated searching and people involved, no tangible leads were ever uncovered that gave clear indications about Dennis. When Dennis went missing, quote, good neighbors from the surrounding region came out by the dozens and eventually hundreds to try and aid the search effort. National Park Service employees that ranged from park rangers to maintenance staff, as well as search and rescue clubs, hiking organizations, and even Army Green Berets were involved. But nothing was ever found. No clothing, no evidence that the boy had ever even been in the area. So how do you go missing from being behind a bush? Like, to scare your granddad and your father? And then you don't come out from behind the bush, you're not behind the bush. And you're not on the trail any... That's, that's like what blows my mind is because he literally, he said within three to five minutes of his son not calling back to him, he was nervous. Like, here's the only explanations you can have. Okay. One that you can go ahead. Okay. He's not just going to be taken by a wild animal in the middle of the day like that. One, because he'd probably scream Mm -hmm. if an animal's trying to attack him. Mm -hmm. Another thing is he could have been abducted by like a citizen, mm-hmm. but that person would have obviously covered his mouth or whatever, and they would have had to have ran with so a six-year-old fast. child. The the dad it would have had to been, it would have had to have been like a pre-planned abduction. They would have had to have been seeking him out. To me, a feral person is the only thing that makes sense. To me, I would say, and I'll say why I think this in the second one. But, like, and I don't even know what I believe in this kind of stuff, but, like, dimension. Oh, yeah. That would Like, be... would this be, like, would this almost slide on the theory of, like, a different dimension? Like, when I say that, think about, like, if you've seen it, Stranger Things and, like, the Upside Down. What if that kid got stuck somewhere like oh the God. Upside Down? Oh like, God. like, listen to this. What if behind the bush... This is literally... I'm going to sound like a tinfoil hat. Behind the bush was, like, almost like a Stranger Things thing where, like, he, like... The police. They're coming to get me because they're like, she's right. (laughs) (laughs) They're here to arrest you. It's like, but you know what I'm saying? Like, what if behind the bush was like the portal almost? I mean, no, I totally get what you're saying because. Even though that sounds really far. It doesn't sound. I mean, no, it sounds. It's it's intriguing. You know what I mean? It's not just. But it's also like how how far fetched is it really when you don't have any clue what happened to the kid? And the time of like three to five minutes. Like, I'm sorry, who's traveling that fast? Who who can pick up a six-year-old child and travel that Who way? can do that in literally like 30 seconds? He had his eyes on the bush. That That's kid, crazy. That kid disappeared. Like, That's disappeared. That's so sad, too. It's That's, so weird. That's insane. It's, it's so weird. I don't know what to think about some of that stuff sometimes. 
Because there's so, there is a lot of possibilities and there's a lot of things that, you know, are like, yeah, no, that didn't happen. Once it starts, like, ruling out, like, with this one especially, once you start ruling out, like, logical things, like, yes, he could have been abducted. That is, that is something that's possible. It's just the fact, if he was abducted, that would have had to have been, like, totally, like, pre-thought, premeditated. Somebody who can run a mile in three to five minutes. Yeah, somebody, yeah, yeah, no. Oh, and also with this case, to top it all off, the FBI will not let anyone see any information regarding this case because it's technically still open. Um, There is a rumor that there was an interview where a man with the last name Key stated that he heard a child being taken by a strange-looking man. Hmm. That's so weird that it's still like... Yeah, you can't see it. Because it's been like 50-something years. Granted, there's a I want to say there's a lot of cold cases around here maybe maybe they'll reopen it at some point and give us some info i you know every time like and i looked it i looked it up and it was like just the mysterious disappearance like everybody's like talking about this is one of the apparently one of the most talked about national park disappearances but like until i did this research i had never heard of him i think i think i had read it one time before this and that's when i was researching feral people like last year and i was just like reading like through like a short story thing yeah six years old though that's crazy that's crazy because after like what two days you're you're on a rescue mission at that point yeah recovery mission i mean um wow so from that case on to this girl named Catherine van arst um they call her the calm young lady you'll see why uh this case, Creepy. I was texting Tori while I was researching this case, and I was like, this is by far one of the creepiest missing person cases I've ever heard. It's so... Where it's located at, I've always wanted to go there. All right. So this is, um, she, all right, this was located in Washington County, Arkansas, um, in the Devil's Den State Park. Now, before I continue, there should never be a place called the Devil's Den. The fact that she went missing somewhere called the Devil's Den... Well, it's like, there's a reason why it's called that. I can't, what is it? Hang on. I don't remember exactly why, but there's like a reason behind why they call it that, I'm pretty sure. Listen to the size difference between the two. The Great Smoky Mountains was 880,000 acres, and the Devil's Den is 2,500. Okay, wait a minute. Okay, no, the Devil's Den I wanted to go to is the one that's in Florida. Florida, yes. This one? This is the state park. It's still pretty. Yeah, it's pretty, but why do they call it that? The Devil's know. Den. That's just weird you to know, me. You know, maybe he used to hang out there back in the day. <laughs> it's just weird to me. But um, it's apparently like a magnet for tourists. Uh, so people do like outdoor activities. They do picnicking, camping, hiking, mountain biking, horseback riding, and seeing numerous sandstone caves, ravines, rock shelters. And apparently in the area, there's like, a lot of fossils. So people go hunting for fossils out there. So... This happened in 1946, in the 40s. This happened 80 years ago. Huh? Wait, that's not 80 years ago, Almost 80 years ago. What? Hang on a minute. I'm sorry, I think I forgot what year we're in for a minute. It's been 76 years. Wow. I'm sorry, the 40s did not feel that long. I wasn't here for the 40s. (laughs) She's like, it doesn't feel that long. She's a vampire. (laughs) 1946, um, the Van Alst family, they made their way uh, up to the Devil's Den for a fun family trip. 
to do just that, but it was soon to prove to be anything but fun. One day, the family was near their campsite, and Catherine was playing in the creek in her bathing suit as her brothers fished. Did I mention that she was eight years old? She's eight years old. I guess I didn't type that out. She was eight years old. Um, but she was playing in the creek with her brothers. Um, they were fishing, and she was just playing in the creek in her bathing suit. Um, and at some point, she wandered off and seemingly just vanished. Her father and her brothers had apparently been right near her and basically looked away for a moment to look back and find her gone. Kind of the same thing with our boy. Yeah. At first, the family thought that she had just gone to their campsite. However, when they started calling for her, nobody answered. The family began to panic, and they notified the park officials, and the large-scale search began. Searchers launched a meticulous strategic search for of the entire area for several square miles. So when I say meticulous, I'm meaning they were literally like going inch by inch because they were seeing every moment that she was gone as critical, not only because she was eight years old, but also she was in a bathing suit and no shoes. Yeah. So, and she was going through the forest. You know, I did that once. Yeah. At, at Watson Mill. Yeah. But this one's, this is a national park forest. This one's <laughs> different. Um, the, so the search went on for three days before turning into a recovery mission because it was presumed that Catherine was going to be found dead, where they continued searching until day six. On day six, a team of volunteers went by a cave where Catherine came out and waved. Li- guys, okay, you can't make this up. This part was just so eerie and also just, like, depressing. She came out of the cave and she waved at the volunteers and said, here I am. That's so creepy. It, she, it, was, it was emphasized in the articles that I was reading that it was very calm. That's why she's that called she said like, that. The, calm, the calm girl or something. The calm young woman or something like that, yeah. <laughs> so according to those who were there, the volunteers that were there, she was extremely, they said, spookily calm. And almost in a daze when she simply uttered, here I am. What made this even crazier was the spot that she was found was seven air miles. Seven air miles meaning like airplane seven miles. Walking miles was 30 miles away from where she had last been seen six days, six days before. And 600 feet higher than the place where she had originally disappeared. Homegirl, that was t- like 10 miles a day. For and six, eight, six days. So Oh, it was six days. Sorry. I Hold on, sorry, I just got confused. Did you say it was three days? No, th- no. after third day, they changed it to a recovery mission instead of... But they found her after six a days. A rescue mission. Okay, yeah. I got confused for a second. So, home, home, girl, home girl was walking five miles a day, barefoot in a bathing suit, in terrain. At eight years old. Let's, so... It she was also six hundred feet higher than the place that she was originally like, so, like her seen elevation. At. So she went up. So she went up. The what? most bizarre thing was that this eight year old girl had walked an estimated, like I said, thirty miles zigzagging course to get to where she was found in harsh, steep, treacherous wilderness terrain in her bathing suit with no shoes on. Okay, wait. So I wonder why they say zigzagging. Like, what made them think that? Did they find prints or something? No, like, if, like, so let's, like, pretend we're looking at a map. Here's where she went. Sorry, I know you guys can't see this. Pretend we're looking at a map. Here, she's at point A, but, like, point B is, like, up and over. So she went through a zigzagging trail to to make sure she didn't go through ravines and rivers and stuff like that because there are rivers and ravines. This is just 
she... So, the area is apparently riddled with rocky terrain, thick forests, steep hills. And so, one of the things that was stumping and still is currently stumping authorities is how she could have managed to cover that distance in six days barefoot. She had covered so much distance that even a properly equipped adult would have had a tough time matching it. That's, That's what authorities were saying. Barefoot. Barefoot? In a bathing suit. For 30 miles. In a bathing suit. Scratched up and getting scratched up by briars Can and stuff. Can you imagine how her feet felt? Mm. Her feet were described as well. First off, let's talk about this too. I mean, we'll talk about what she was eating. She did tell the authorities. Six days. No food or water? Or minimal food or water? Jeez. For this six-year-old little girl? And by herself. Like, by like herself. Six. Like, that's so little. Like, when I was six, I don't think I... I, I don't even think I was pouring myself a glass of milk. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't know if I was. No, you probably weren't. <laughs> <laughs> probably not. That's so... Like, you can't do much. Mm-mm. Her feet were described as swollen, and she was also covered with insect bites and scratches from briars, so it was apparent that she had done some wandering. But apparently, she did not seem to be in as nearly, as nearly poor condition than they would have expected. So when they were expecting to find her, number one, they thought she was going to be dead. Number yeah. two, when they did find her alive, the condition that she was in was no condition that she should have been like, in. Like, I mean, the way that you think of her, like, you would think that she'd be like... Black and blue from head to toe. Yeah. And, like, covered in dirt and, like, yeah. raggly hair and, like... They said that she wasn't that... It wasn't that bad. Like, her feet were swollen, but they're saying it wasn't, it wasn't as bad as you would think for six days, 30 miles. Another odd thing was that the place that she was found had already been thoroughly searched by an aircraft and tracker dogs twice without having any trace of the girls. The tracker dogs didn't even signal her. Do you think she went to another dimension? <laughs> Hold on. I Yeah, hold on. I do. So why had she suddenly just appeared in there? And why had she been so remarkably calm after such a frightening experience? She claims that she does not remember much about the six days that she went missing. She was abducted by aliens. She dude. said that she had eaten berries to stay alive and found herself in the cave. But the area that she was in was completely overgrown with poisonous berries. So the fact that she picked the ones that weren't poisonous... Completely baffled all the authorities. What? Oh my god. Catherine also supposedly made some really strange remarks. She said that uh, when she had gone missing, she simply was just unable to find her campsite or her father or brothers despite being literally right near them. And she would also claim that on several occasions she had shouted out to people searching for her, but they apparently did not hear her. She went into the upside upside down. down. She did. Because, like you were saying, you know, I don't really remember. I don't know why it's called Devil's Den, but, like. That's creepy. She went in. To the Devil's Den. And got her world twisted all around. I. For six days, too. Mm-hmm. Devil's number. She also, God, she also says that she had seen the tracker dogs, but was too afraid to approach them. Here's my thing. Oh my God, that's this absolutely. That's di- this absolutely either did this girl either made she's six years old. She either made that up, or she lit, the tracker dogs could not see her because a tracker dog is not just gonna look at what it's supposed to be finding me. Like, oh, and, well, there and it is. Like, oh well, you know. No, it's that. supposed to alert. It alerts. That's insane. She said I was too afraid to approach them. What? 
It's like literally Ain't the no upside way. down. It's like she was invisible to everyone else. But she could see them. Yes. Oh yeah. my god, that's terrifying. Yeah. But she, then like if she was in another dimension, that would also explain like like why she walked away from their campsite and then all of a sudden is like can't find it. Mm-hmm. Because like it's not there. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's so simulation. People yeah, people think which I mean God only knows if this is true. People think that like certain people that go missing in national parks is because they literally walked into somewhere else. I mean, you know, I'm I don't deny other dimensions, other like universe, like yeah. other whatever simulations. So I don't deny any of that. I don't know what this place is that we're in. <laughs> but you know, it's something. It's definitely something. And I, I feel like that could I don't know, that's crazy to me. Yeah. That's so creepy, too. Like, I wonder if she ever, like, told anyone in her family later on anything else about it. There's been no more reports. I know. I'm saying it's, I wonder if she's... Sorry, I'm yawning. I wonder if she secretly told anyone in her family, like, what happened to her. It's possible, and they, like, say, don't don't say any of that. You're going to sound like a nut job. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, she also made the strange mention of how she had slept in, quote, warm grass on the first night that she went missing without any elaboration on what that meant. Warm grass. I told my dad about this case, and when he heard the warm grass part, he was like, do you think it could have been an angel trying to protect her? And I was like, because the thing is, is like, why did this girl go missing she, if she did go into another dimension? Mm-hmm. Why did this girl go missing, go into another dimension, and then just somehow find her way out in six days without some type of something helped her? Animal. I'm not to go down a rabbit hole now. I'm sitting here, and my brain is sp- spiraling a million I told you this case totally wrecked like, like it, it did before like when I read like when I read through it and then when I watched like the TikToks you sent me about it like I was like that's so freaking weird like that she came out of the cave but now like I'm sitting here and I'm like deep in thought about it I'm like what the yeah you know like yeah what I know there's like no logical explanation as to like I get I get that she's six, you know? Yeah, she could be making all of this up. But like then again, like And she could have just been scared and thought she was gonna get in trouble because she ran away. But even then, like if she did make it up, even then, for six days where was a six year old child and thirty miles away, that's still eight year old still eight no, year old child, sorry. Still no explaining it. She's eight, right? I think we accidentally said she was six like 12 times, but she's eight. Dennis is six. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Sorry. Well, yeah. regardless, she's, she can probably pour a glass of milk. But, <laughs> but regardless, she's still a very young child. And even if it wasn't some dimension stuff, whatever it was, it's freaking creepy and really weird. It It could have been anything you know what i'm saying like she could have gone to this is this i feel like this could be one theory she could have gone to a different dimension like accidentally walked into one and found her way out god only knows how but found her way out either by herself or with some i would say like an angel if she was protected i'd say an angel or an animal could have been aiding her like a bigfoot anything Warm grass sim- symbolization. I'm gonna see if it says anything. Uh, something about community. Mm. Um. 
Yeah, this is about to get like, I don't know. Okay, now it's just South Carolina state grass. I don't need to know about the state's grass. Regardless, this girl went missing, came back six days later, doesn't remember what happened. And ate berries and was fine. That is just so strange. Either God And said she was scared of the dogs. And the dogs never alerted that she was there. Either God had his hand on her. Or I don't even I don't even know. I don't know. The pictures of her though, she looks creepy. She does. Well it's also the forties. Yeah, but she looks creepy in those. She regardless that case, like totally it I'm sure it's stumping you guys too. If you guys find any more research on this case, feel free to let us know because we're doing another week of national park disappearances because they're just really intriguing um, and crazy. So if you find anything else, let us know. But other than that, I mean, this case is pretty much closed. Nobody can really seem to agree on any explanation as to what really happened with this girl. Yeah. Everybody has their speculations, but there's no explanation that makes enough sense. That has evidence. That makes that's like making my head like tingle. Yep. Wow. Yep. And you know what's scary about it is that this family has not made any statements since. That's why? why that's, that's why something had to have happened in those woods in that's those six why, days. That's why I'm saying like I wonder if like once once she got home or maybe once she got older she told everyone or like told her family like what happened. And then they never went and, like, made it public because of it either happening to them again mm-hmm. or because of being, like, deemed as crazy. Because, like you said, it was the 40s. Yeah. Or maybe they did try to say what happened and somebody, like, covered it up. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, it's possible. Because, like, that's... I don't know. It could have been, been, like, a demonic thing. But the thing... And the thing is, is, like, people always talk about the government saying... Like, everybody always says the government knows about these disappearances and they don't do anything about it. What does the government know about these national parks that everybody else doesn't? And why do all these disappearances happen in the national parks and the government owns the national parks and nobody's allowed to buy the property? What? What if it's just a cave system for sex trafficking? How would that little girl gotten out, though? Because she's a bad bee. I don't know. That's No, I definitely believe in that. Having cave systems in the national parks, for sure. Yeah, because like you were saying. Because, yeah, because why does the, government, why does the government have to own this much land? Why can't we have it? 800,000 acres in, in just one, the Great Smokies? Yeah, and just one, like, na- Wow. Yeah, eight hundred thousand. They know something that we don't. The feral people are just Joe Biden. <laughs> <laughs> the feral people are probably just a. It's probably just a ploy. Skinwalkers. I don't know. Uh, this world the feral is people. To me. The feral people are probably just a distraction for people to just talk about. Oh, it's probably just feral people. What if it's deeper than that? My cat just crossed on the door and it scared me. I'm not kidding. I heard her scratch and I was like, I'm about to die right now. <laughs> what if it's like, like, what if it's deeper than that? Like, what if it know. like genuinely is like the upside down and they're like, well, we're going to have this deep in the forest. If people go missing, they go missing. We can't really help. Literally like stranger things. I'm going to spiral. I'm literally going to spiral. I'm going to like, bit up, bit or on, what if it is sex trafficking? I'm like get on tunnels. TikTok and I'm going to spiral because I'm going to be like looking up a cave system, national parks. <laughs> Or feral people, and I'm going to go back down the rabbit hole of all of it. 
I went into this thinking that it probably was feral people in the woods, and now I'm thinking, I'm wondering if it's just a cover-up. I mean, I still think feral people are a thing, especially in Virginia, because then people be scary. I'm sure feral people are still a thing, but these national park disappearances in this 800,000-acre land... By the way, these were only two cases. If you look up, like, national park disappearances, the list... Is never-ending. It is insane. It's never... Ending. Never ending. Yeah, it's really crazy. All of this stuff is so creepy. Mm-hmm. And, like, I know some people are probably listening to it and they're like, Taylor and Tori always try to make a bigger deal out of things than, than they are. It's just some little kid who went missing. Okay. Could be true. But some, like, when you look at a case as odd as this one with this little girl, you can't tell me that this girl just went missing. And then just showed up six days later... 30 acres later. 630 miles later. 30, yeah, 30 miles. 600, 600 feet in elevation. <laughs> when you said 600 feet, I thought about 600, like, feet. Oh, my God. And she's barefoot. Like, make that make sense. It just you can't. Doesn't. Yeah, it's super, super weird. So, yeah. Let us know if you guys do any other research on... National Park Disappearances has really been, like, captivating us recently. It's just been insane. Yeah, it's really cool. Well, no, it's not cool, but it's intriguing. Yeah, it's intriguing. Um, so, yeah, we're going to have a two-parter on this. This will come. This next episode will come out in a couple weeks of the part two mm-hmm. soon. So stay tuned if you like to hear about National Park stuff or Totes going to be here. <laughs> totes. Total time. Totes McGoats. Um. And later on in the coming weeks, not sure when, because we have to get it all together, but Ghislaine Maxwell series will be happening because yes. obviously we have to talk about that little dirty skank and <laughs> uh, Jeffrey Pedostein yes. and his team of garbage. Yeah, we just love them all. We cannot wait to just we cannot drill wait. it in. We cannot wait to tell you about all the people that we love. And with that being said, we hope you guys have a fantastic week. Bye. Hey guys, thanks for listening to this episode of TNT Talk. Make sure you give us a follow on Instagram and Facebook at TNT Talk. Also, feel free to email us with any suggestions on topics for future episodes at TNT Talk Podcast at gmail.com.